This is KND Generation XYZ Podcast. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. What's up, Kyrie? If I think of my life, we have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. And so I'm afraid that we are, we are lacking in courage. Hello, people, all our listeners all over the world. How are you guys doing today? I'm feeling really good. This is KND Generation XYZ podcast, bridging the gap between um, literally the three generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us old folks and the middle young folks and then the young, young folks. This is what we're about. We're trying to bridge that gap, you know, put all three worlds together. This is Kyrie from the Kyrie and Denry Generation XYZ podcast. Here is my co-host with me right here. What's up, Kyrie? What's up? What's up? Are you ready? Our first ready. show. We are. Let's go. We've been in the lab. We've been in the lab working tireless hours trying to put this together. And we are ready, girl. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Let's We're do ready. this. But is the world ready? That's the question. Yeah, that's a good question. Are they really ready for us? Are they really ready for us? These topics, are they ready? It doesn't matter because here we are. Ready or not, here we come. Ready or not, here we come. So Tyree, (laughs) what are we talking about this time for our first broadcast? You know, what are we talking about for our first, first broadcast today? We are talking about the... Inevitable, almost here. We've been um, talking about this all year. Amongst the, I think this is probably the most traumatic thing we're dealing with outside coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun! This election, this and election. more important, more important than the election itself, yeah. um, voting and the whole stigma around voting. Does voting? So maybe we should co- We maybe should coin the phrase. Does voting matter? Does voting life matter? I don't know. I don't want to play with that. I don't know if I play with that. Voting life matter. No, no, no. Too soon. Too, too soon, soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> no, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that. Chill, chill, chill. So, so Kyrie, you know, I, I, I love my celebrities. I, I honor them. You know what I'm saying? I put them in their place or whatever the case may be. I don't worship them, but I do look up to them, you know. Right. But I ain't going to lie to you. When I heard that my man... Uh, from the from the West Coast, from Cali, from Long Beach, Snoop made the announcement and says that he's going to vote. Now, don't misunderstand that. While I'm in, I'm glad Snoop is going to vote, right? And he says he want to get this punk out of office. So I guess he's not for Trump, and that's all right. right. That's his own. But my thing was, Snoop said this is his first time voting. 
Kyrie. Wow. That's crazy. Snoop D O W G G. Right? That's <laughs> first time voting. Original gangster voting, man. That's crazy. Then on top of that, then on top of that, my man mm-hmm. back in the Lakers. He used to play for Miami Heat. He used to play for Orlando. He used to play for Lakers. Miami Heat went to other teams. Um, the big guy himself, the big man, the seven footer Shaq. He mm-hmm. too came out and said, you know, dun, 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 I'm voting for the first time, right? Come on, man, for the first time, and it feels good. Now, these guys... And that's crazy. These guys are late 40s. You know, they're in their late 40s. They're in the Generation X, you know, my generation. And these are guys I looked up to back in the days and still their music. Well, that's Shaq's music. I was not a fan of Shaq's music, but Shaq's basketball skills, his entrepreneurship, (laughs) and Snoop's, you know, music, whatever the case may be. And these both guys, late 40s, are saying they're voting for the first time, Kyrie. Which is crazy because y'all didn't even, like, have any excitement to vote for Obama? Exactly. Exactly. I, I missed out on that. Like, I, I made, I turned 18 the following year, so I had to wait till the next election with Trump and Hillary, and that was my first time voting for the president. Yeah, so yeah. I missed out on that. Exactly. And, and I, think, I think you have a right to be upset about that. And it makes us ask for this first segment of question. Many people are asking, why vote? Like, what's, right. what's, what's so important about voting? Is voting relevant? You know, why should we even vote, Kyrie? And one of the reasons I'm so, so grateful to even be doing this podcast with you is it has encouraged me to go out and just do a little bit more research than I would have done on the norm. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of those people that was like, why why are we voting? Like, we know it doesn't matter. They're going to choose who they want to choose at the end of the mm-hmm. day. I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. And then you want me to stand on the line when I can honestly just be already with my friends, mm. already at the function. Yeah. You want me to go wait in this line? First of all, I'm not even sure if I'm registered. So it's a lot that comes with um, that first step of just taking the time to just go do a little research and just go get educated. And I think that's really where it all starts is just getting educated, just finding out one piece of information that honestly changed my whole thinking about this whole conversation. You know, you, you, you're making a good point there. It's like I remember the first time I voted, you know, my generation, you know, we started voting in the 90s. Where were you? In the, where, mm-hmm. where were you in the 90s? <laughs> Um, if you mean 97, <laughs> then I was there, you know. <laughs> so, you know, in the 90s was when we started voting. I think around the time you were born was like my first time voting, actually. I just made the cut, yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, so I, 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 I born the year, I voted probably the year that you voted. Uh, no, I, I, that I was yeah, born. sorry, the other way around. Was it 97? Yeah, yeah, you didn't, you weren't, you didn't vote the year I was born. No, I voted the year, probably around the year you voted. <laughs> No, uh, yeah. because we had local elections, but t- 2000 was the first uh, big election, and that was for Bush and Gore, uh, Bush and Gore. And a, wow. a lot of people, and I was talking to a, a lady, and she was saying after that election, because a lot of people, you know, tried to went out there and voted for Gore, Gore got the, um, uh, the popular votes. But then they went to the, the courts, the Supreme Courts. It was overturned and Bush won. So a lot mm. of people in my generation were turned off from voting because of that. You mm. see what I'm saying? Wow. Spe- I never really 
heard too much about that. You know, I've heard about, you know, popular vote and something superseding that, which I guess that's where the Electoral College came from. No, no, no. That's a different drama. The Electoral College came around slavery time. All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. People need to know their history. And we'll do an episode on that even after the election, because that in itself is very in-depth. Right, the Electoral okay. College came uh, around when the, this Constitution, everything was started to prevent. Let's tell the truth. The one thing you're gonna know about this show, we're gonna tell the truth. All right, we're mm-hmm. gonna debunk, we debunk the lies, but we're gonna tell the truth to stop mm-hmm. to prevent slaves from ever voting. That was the purpose mm-hmm. for the electoral, and that only re- relates to presidents. Now, senators, okay. congressmen, all those other good stuff. You know, you, you do your own voting on that. The popular votes wins. But Al Gore was running against George Bush, and Al Gore won the popular vote, but they turned it over, the whole Florida scandal. Um, and the next thing you know, a lot of us were just turned off from that. Wow. So he went to the Supreme Court to basically renege the vote? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yes, ma'am. It happened. It happened in our timeline. Yes, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That definitely would turn off a whole generation, and unfortunately, also a demographic of people from voting. Yeah, you know, yeah. who already were struggling to believe in a flawed system. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. Dang. What about your generation? What do your generation think about voting? Like at a time like now, it's everything: Black Lives Matter, coronavirus, all that that drama that's going on. What does your generation think right now about voting? I know. Unfortunately, uh, the block is not too hot about this one. Um, um, people are like upset. Um, like I said, they're still trying to figure out why they even need to vote, which fortunately we're about to get into. Um, but a lot of them are just like, it doesn't matter. And then because it's just choosing uh, one wrong versus the other, because don't get me wrong, you know, we all have our opinions about Trump and what he may or may not be doing for you or your people. That's a whole nother episode in itself. Um, but to be completely honest, um, when you have people who are really looking at the facts and the policies, you're trying to figure out what is Biden exactly doing as well. Um, because my little brother, 10 years old, actually informed me that he saw Biden in the picture with the uh, the KKK leader. And he also saw because uh, this little kid is blows my mind every day. He was also listening to some interview involving the debate i'm not exactly sure which video he was watching but i'm sure he could pull it up for me on youtube um but it, it was basically talking about how biden was involved with uh the whole crack in the black communities during the 80s and he was one of those politicians that played a part in that so with them hearing you know things like that it's just like is he really for the black community you know just because you were vice president for obama doesn't necessarily make you obama and all of a sudden for the people so um i just think the negative things that surround both of the candidates just have a lot of people in my generation super super if not even more um disencouraged or what's is that the word discouraged to vote so um my main thing now is just getting people educated about the things beyond the can the election on the ballot you know what i mean yeah. because i learned a lot even from you and auntie going out to vote and then you guys letting me know that a whole new policy would be on there that doesn't have anything to do with whether Trump becomes president or Biden, that's something that largely affects your whole state. Yeah. So uh, I think we just got to get my people a little more educated, you know? Yeah, and, and, and let me just go back real quick before we go on. 
uh, before we go to a commercial break and come back and talk about what's on the ballots. Because a lot of times you're right. People think it's just voting for the presidents or the senates, the senators or the congressmen. But there's other things that are on the ballot um, policies that are very, very uh, important and that can affect your future. So a lot of people think, oh, I don't want to vote for Biden. I don't want to vote for Trump. I don't like neither one of them. And they don't vote at all. But there's people mm-hmm. that will really affect your life, make your life miserable or make your life happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, In the smallest of ways at that. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And, and, and people, you know, you know, sometimes people don't do their research and we'll do that after the break. But before we take our break, let me just go back to what you were saying. You know, I was watching the debates. I watched all three of them. You know, the second was confusing because you had to keep changing back and forth. You know, that's just how the, the melodramatic um, president that we have, you know, uh, is. Uh, but the second one, you know, I know your, your son is talking, your grandson, your son, your brother, rather. <laughs> your brother. I did, I did not say your grandson. That made it worse, right? You gave me two I'm, whole generations. Yeah, I'm 20 man. years old, 20 plus, and I got a grandson. Wow. <laughs> that's That's terrible. That's terrible. That's exactly. some super genetics there. But anyway, right. what your brother was saying pertaining to uh, the whole Biden and the crap epidemic, and we, you know, we did our research on that. And yes, he did. And a lot of uh, blacks, uh, congressmen, even black pastors were for that. Because remember when the crap ep- epidemic hit in the 80s, the crack epidemic and then hit in the 80s, you know, it was like killing the communities. And so everybody was against it. But he even admitted, you know, he admitted and says, you know, looking back years later, when we look back and said that was not the right thing to do. And so that's that's one of the things I respect about any leader. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not telling mm-hmm. you who to vote for, but I respect a leader can look back and say, you know what? I made a mistake. You know right. what I'm saying? But when you're the kind of leader like, no, I'll make no mistakes. I take no responsibility. Right. You're arrogant. Everything, even when you say you do something wrong. You were right and justified. I can't have no respect for you. As a leader myself, because mm-hmm. I lead a lot of people, I have to be able to willing to say for transparency that, hey, I made a mistake, but we learned from it and we were going to do better. So I respect leaders like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, that's a really good point. Yeah. 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 So, you know, in our generation, you know, before that, though, it was like. Uh, you tell one lie as a as a person. I remember when Bush was running and he said, I will never lie. What, read my lips. No new taxes. But then when he got in, he raised the taxes and stuff like that. And, you know, it was funny. Now we have the generation now with the presidents now and or this particular president, rather, you know, I mean, they say he lies all the time. He lies all the time. But right. people are voting for him because of what they can what he could do for them. And that may be another thing that we should discuss. That should be a thing we could discuss one of these days is what's more important, voting for what the person could do for you or voting based on character. And I think that's what's going on in this election. Character versus what the person could do for you. Because you have a group of people say, listen, the person in office right now, he's making life better for me financially. He's giving me jobs. He's giving me this, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, his character is jacked up, but he's benefiting. I'm ben- I'm benefiting from him. Well, other people right. says, "No, nah, we don't care about whether you give us a raise. We don't care about that. You're a liar. You don't care. You're racist and stuff like that." So, what's more important? 
Right. That's a good point. What does it come down to? What are you looking for? You know, what about your true. people? Like, what about your generation? Like, what's important to them? Is it is character important or what the person can do for you? I think I can speak for a good group of this generation and say that they will be more so worried about what he's doing for the people more so than his character. I could say some people could definitely agree with that because at the end of the day, we're not looking, um, even though we should or we could, we're not looking to the president to be our overall role model. He is the, the leader of a country. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you should be making sure that the people are right. And I guess if you really wanted to take the conversation a deep, a deep uh, step further, what you do for your people would ultimately come down for your character. You know what I'm saying? So if we really look at it, what he's doing for the people also ultimately benefits him. You know what I'm saying? So are you really doing it for us or we just kind of reaping the benefits of what benefits you? So it's kind of just like, I guess, how you want to look at it, how deep you want to get into it and how greatly it affects you, you know, because definitely the people who have more money, who are more so worried about taxes, it affects them on a larger scale versus someone who, is on the lower end of the spectrum, you know? You know what? We're going to have to add something to that. After the, listen, we're going to take a commercial break now. But Kyrie, this is our show. This is our generations coming together. I wanted, mm -hmm. I want us to talk about that a little bit. So we're going to add that segment, okay. character versus accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Um, so mm -hmm. let's go ahead and take a commercial break. And we're going to come back. And we're going to talk about that. But then we're going to also, at the end, talk about what's on the ballot that it's not just what's the people the okay. that you voted for but also what's on the ballot so let's go ahead and we'll take a commercial break we'll be back so 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 check this out yo check this out check this out so listen every now and then i get down yep not down like dancing but sometimes i'm just discouraged and i need uh a prep talk, you know. I need, I need a pep talk. I need, I need somebody just to encourage me. What I like to turn to, I know there's a lot of motivational speakers out there, but there's an upcoming motivational speaker by the name of Dante Johnson. Yep, Dante Johnson. He has his podcast. Those of you who love podcasts, love a good prep talk in the morning. It's called Mask Off Mornings. Mask Off Mornings. Yes, that's right. I said it. Mask off morning. He does not hold back. He tells the truth just like it is. This latest topic was fear. And I know many of us are scared. And you're scared even right now to try. But try him. That's Dante Johnson. Mask off mornings with Dante Johnson. You got to check this out. If you need encouragement. If you need a new, a new walk for the day. If you feel down, you feel out, you need to hear somebody who's real and honest. That's Dante Johnson. Check him out. You heard This me. is KND Generation XYZ Podcast. We are back. Right. We are back. We are back. Kyrie, you with me? I'm with you. With Part two. So, Kyrie, we added a second segment here. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. you brought up a good point pertaining to character versus accomplishments. So I want to give you more time to talk about it. I believe our viewers and our listeners would appreciate that conversation. What is more important, Kyrie, when you're looking for a leader? Let's talk about just leadership in general, whether it's a senator, a president, or even your pastor, a doctor, a, a, a lawyer. What is more important, accomplishments, their accomplishments, or their character? What's more important to your generation? 
Mm, that's really deep right there. I'm even trying to think like what would be my overall answer because say I'm having heart surgery and I'm more worried about this doctor like cheating on his wife and you know like the things that he is doing in his personal life or am I wor- more worried about the fact that he has a like 100 to 0 accuracy rate on his surgeries. So that is crazy. Um, mm. Dang, I don't know. Like, would you rather him be more proficient in his personal life and be a better human being or a better surgeon? That's a uh, that's an interesting way to flip it there because, okay, what if he is a great father and he is a dynamic husband, he loves his wife, he remembers all of the important days, anniversary, birthdays, his her mother's birthdays, memorials, people death and all that. He brings flowers to Takes his wife the family, every week, whatever the case may be. Non-profit organization. All of whoop, that. Whoop. But then when he comes to it. do his surgery, he's like 50%. What's more important? Hmm. And this is your family member's life in his hands hmm. that we're talking about here. What's more important there? Ah. You know something that's funny? I can actually remember um, being a little kid and watching an MLK documentary with my mom and there was a scene that started with him smoking a cigarette. And I was like, Ma, MLK smoking a cigarette? And she was like, um, I mean, like, I, I wasn't his homegirl, but I'm pretty sure he probably, you know, smoked, drank. And she was like, I even remember hearing about him cheating on his wife. And I was like, what? Yeah. ML- MLK? MLK. Smoked? Yeah. And cheated on Coretta Scott King? Yes. What? Yes, that's a. I literally remember having that realization. I was like, MLK smokes. But see, that was the thing about generations before our generations. Okay, so we got to understand, and this is what we love about this show. We bring the different generations in perspective, like the baby boomers, the baby busters. Honestly, character for real really didn't matter too much. It was more about accomplishments in some realm. I mean, especially when it came to men. And then I had to put that note there because remember, women weren't really valued in the 1910s, right. 1920s, all that stuff. You know, they were right. just the stay-at-home wives and the mothers and right. stuff like that. All they had was their Exactly. Character. So the men would be out there. They accomplished all these things on Wall Street, even in the pulpit. But in the back, they're cheating on their wives. They're doing, you know, all these hidden things. You see what I'm saying? But people weren't really too much concerned about their flaws. You know, for example, right. you had Kennedy. Kennedy was notoriously known for cheating on his wife, right? Especially he was cheating with, with uh, Merlin Men, you know, according to some reports. So, right. what is, so, but what? He accomplished some things before his death. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So, what's more important then? Is accomplishments important in your generation or character? Because my generation, they kind of put a blind eye to a character. With Bill Clinton, you know, uh, was um, found out that he was cheating on his wife with with Monica. Uh, you know, it it was like, ooh, this was when the shift. I think I believe this was the shift. So, what about your generation? What's more important in a leader, mm-hmm. right? A leader now, a surgeon. I can understand, but I'm talking about a leader, somebody that's in, in somebody leader. that's influencing you. What's more important in a leader in your generation? I would honestly. And I can speak for my generation, you know what I'm saying? But I'm also speaking um, definitely for myself right here. I would definitely say it definitely has to ultimately come down to your character. Because um, me being an entrepreneur and in network marketing and being a mentor of other people, I can definitely say that if you consider yourself a leader, you're going to work on your character first. You know, because how could you 
try to help someone else or change someone else's life and you can't even help or change the mess in your mm. own. And also, once you really get into um, leadership and mentorship, personal development comes first. So how could you continue to call yourself a leader and you're not working on yourself first? And I think that goes back to um, MLK as, along with Biden is you, you're going to make mistakes in your, past, in your past, but it's who you who you are after that and who if you learn from that and what do you do to overcome that you know so i definitely would say that comes down to your character because your um your leadership and your impact has to come from a good place and you have to have a good foundation so that you can you know continue on your purpose and have a good why and everything like that so at the end of the day it's definitely going to come down to your character and your personal development so, so, so this is let me say okay let's put it even okay we went from from the White House, we went from leadership, and now let's put it in the personal place, in person's house. In, we're going to come to you right, guys right now in your house, in your house, right? And I know this is very sensitive in some, some realms, in some aspect, right? And it can be a little, might be a little bit off topic, but this is to show you how political life even affects what goes on in your house. All right, so dealing with our same topic accomplishments versus character this month here october is also domestic violence month so uh, yes Kyrie, i'm going there so you have a spouse that is bringing six figures home maybe seven figures home every every year right uh you have a spouse that provides for you nice car nice house uh you know kids are well clothed everything is nice 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 but your spouse beats you up your spouse, okay, maybe they don't physically hit you, but they verbally hurt, hit you. They emotionally hit you. They abuse you. And also, mm. it's known that they are cheating. And it's also mm. known that they're out there uh, doing, like, gambling, illegal things. But, mm. at, but, you're living good. So, once again, accomplishments, character. The only thing I could honestly think about while listening to that scenario was creeping compromise. Mm. The only thing that would allow you to be okay in that situation is you justifying those material things to be abused, whether verbally, physically, mentally, because all of that is going to come to um, like mental yeah. suffering at the end of the day. And so if you were to tell yourself that you have to be in that situation or you don't want to change your situation for the better because... Your bills are paid and your kids are in the newest and the latest and greatest. That is definitely creeping compromise. And that is not okay. And that comes down to your character as well because you should want better for yourself and your family. Yeah, and that's one of the things too. And what I said, like, when you think about, you know, the, 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 the you know, we have one congressman or not right on congressman, one candidate who is saying mm -hmm. that they stand for law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. stand, they support the law enforcement. However, when you say I stand for law enforcement, in our communities, dark-skinned people's communities, Hispanic communities, Asian communities, communities that are considered minority communities, right? Mm -hmm. When we are getting bust up in our face, when we're getting shot and killed, when our young ladies are even getting raped and our boys are getting molested. I remember when we marched one time uh, in New York City, when I was living in New York City, there was this Haitian guy. I don't want to say his name wrong, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, these police officers, he was at a club. They forced him into the bathroom and they rammed a plunger up his behind. You see what I'm mm. saying? So when you say as a leader that you always stand 
the guy, the, the AG that was supposed to take the Breonna Taylor's uh, case, uh, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I always stand for law enforcement. So when I hear mm-hmm. that, when I hear that, knowing the history that black people have, Hispanic people have, minorities have with law enforcement, and you say as the, uh, 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 the attorney, the, uh, the, uh, the general uh, attorney general, rather, that you are going to always stand. Mm-hmm. I got a problem with that, Kyrie. I got a serious problem with that. I, I don't care about the accomplishments right. no more. Right. And when you hear that, whether blatant or subconscious or how serious you look at that, that is telling us and like inflicting on our communities that you aren't caring the way you should be. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like it's you're you're not. You're only caring to the point to where it benefits you, if it benefits you. So that's definitely that was deep right there. Cause I was like, wow, I heard that, but it didn't dawn on me until you just said it again. I was like, wow, that's like a bold and in your face. Yeah, you and know? what happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm saying so it that's why I said when people say, Well, I'm not really concerned about the person's character as long as the accomplishments. So we have different realms, you know, different realms. Yes, the White House, okay, it may not be that much effective to you, okay? But talking about your local community leaders, that could affect you. In your house, the people that you meet, law enforcement and stuff like that, character does matter, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Character does matter, you know what I'm saying? It has to. Yeah, I think we dwelt on this, and and I want we view those of you listening out there. We you know we want you to you know check out our Facebook page, uh, uh, what <laughs> our Facebook page KDG KDG X Y uh, and Z. Uh, it's a tongue twister yes. sometimes, but you're gonna get it KDG X Y and Z. Our Facebook page, wow. and leave some comments, and we're gonna post it out there for you. You know, ask the question: right. What is more important, character? Or accomplishments. When it comes to a leader, right. character or accomplishments. And we're going to take a commercial break, and then we're going to come with the last segment of our show, um, Know Your Vote. We're going to talk about ballots. It's not just who, who you voted for, but there's policies on what, exactly, you're, voting what for. you're voting right. for. Because there's policies on the ballot uh, uh, that, you, that could affect your personal house. Matter of fact, they mm-hmm. could affect your phone. How you use your cell phone. All right, we'll be back. Do you like cars? I like cars. Do you like real good cars? Cars that won't fail you? Well, if you like cars like me and you like good cars, check out John Davis at Davis Auto Sales. 928 South Burdick in Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's 928 South Burdick, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Or go to his website, Davis Auto Sales. Google him. Because you like cars. Real good cars. Just like me. This is KD Generation XYZ Podcast. And we're back. Back like we never left with part three of this episode. And now we really just want to um, shed some light on what's on our ballots. What are the policies and the things on the um, on the ballot that's directing uh, directly affecting our communities and our everyday life? Because there is a bigger picture with the whole election, and there's not much we can do about um, 
who we vote for for the presidency, but there's a lot that we could do with voting for the things that shape like our communities and our cities and our counties and things like that. And um, like Darren was saying before we left, he brought up a really, really good point about a policy that was on the ballot when he went to vote in Michigan. Yeah, so that's crazy. This is crazy, guys. Um, and this is to, to let you know, it's not just voting for candidates, but when you're voting, vote, okay? Vote. I'm tired of hearing people. I say ignorant people, whether that's right or not, ignorant, all right? <laughs> Especially colored people, blacks, Hispanic, I ain't going to vote. I don't like the candidate. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then they don't even show up at all. Okay, you don't have to vote for either candidate. Actually, you know, when you go and vote, there's actually a third option. You can choose not to vote for them. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. Now, when I was voting, went through the list, congressmen, senators, um, judges, all this, commissioners, all that. Then there were policies. All right, there's a policy. And this one is really opened my eyes. And it was this one right here. And I did my research on it. It's basically saying it's a law enforcement proposal number two here in Michigan. Requires each requires a search warrant to access a person's electric electronic data. Meaning, this, this it's a, it's it's a, it's a it's a proposal for law enforcement that there is required a search warrant. So it's mandatory if this goes through, they will need a search warrant in order to access. Your, your electronical devices, okay? So your cell phones, your laptops, your computers, your smart smartphones, your smart computers, whatever, you, uh, your smart TV, your Alexa, those of you are Alexa. And when I saw this, this blew my mind. Right. This when I heard mind. that, that blew my mind because I was like, my cell phone? Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. And see, that's the sad thing when people don't vote. Mm -hmm. Because... Uh, some of the, I mean, your state, I mean, your state, you got some things too. What are some of the things that we a had few a long things? list in Georgia? Mm -hmm. It started with um, there was pension policy, public pensions, um, health care information, um, finance, redistribution information about how they like, you know, how they wear and how they spend the money in the state and health care and immigration. And that was just some of them. I didn't even make it to my county just yet because I was just reading and I was just like, wow. If I would have never taken this extra step to go and do this research, I very well may have been one of those people in my generation who didn't go and vote because I just was like, oh, I mean, Trump or Biden, like nothing I can do, like whatever. But I now want to know, is there something regarding that search warrant for electronic data in my area? And then once we're laying the information to my brother, who's able to vote this year as well, he was like, oh, yeah, so um. Let's figure out what time next week we're going to go vote because that's crazy. Like he was instantly able to tell just from that one conversation on that one policy that, OK, I might not have realized it, but this is a lot bigger than just the election, because regardless of who is president, these are things that could affect my community, whether Trump is in office or Biden is in office. This could still be happening to me. And whether we like to admit it or not, voting on the smaller level is where it makes the most effective change. And yes. so. That's what people need to start paying more attention to, you know, just like in Atlanta and Georgia, for example, um, Keisha, Keisha Lance Bottoms, Keisha Bottoms Lance, however her last name is. But the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha and the governor. What's his name? I always want to say Sonny Perdue because he was the, the governor for like all my childhood, but it's not Sonny Perdue. But they were basically going back and forth because the governor didn't want to require 
all the restaurants and everything to be shut down because he really didn't care. And um, in Atlanta, she wanted to have everything go back to phase one where everything was closed. You can only do takeout. And I think that that made a big difference because we had a black mayor who cared about the people and their safety. And the governor basically showed like point blank period. He really didn't care. Like it's their decision. So if they really cared enough, you're talking, they home. You're talking about Brian Kemp. Yeah. Brian Kemp. Kemp. Kemp mm-hmm. Yes. He did not care. And he actually has stirred up a lot of drama with the mayor. And I believe that there's even a lawsuit trying to be started against her. Um, mm. That's a whole nother conversation in itself. But just from that one instance of how you have the mayor of the most populated city in the state and the governor, they're not on the same accord during yeah. the whole pandemic. And yeah. that's because, you know, Georgia is red, but I definitely can say that Atlanta and Fulton County is black. Point blank period. <laughs> um, not even, not even blue, black. No, not even blue. Like Atlanta is black. A lot of people who don't get out of Atlanta much, they're like, oh, like I don't understand how uh, Georgia is Republican and how like Georgia is so racist. I'm like, you, my friend, need to get out of the city because yeah, Georgia yeah. is racist. But because Atlanta is so black, and if you're you know in the hood or in the wrong hood, you definitely won't you know get to see that. You definitely won't get to experience real real life. So. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the sad things, man, the BS, you know, the ignorant, you know, things is just about our people is we do a lot of complaining. We do a lot of complaining. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and we want changes, but we 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 devalue ourselves and not realizing that our voice matters and not only just our voice, but our vote matters. You know what I'm saying? You know, going out and vote. And like you said, you know, you may not have too much influence on what happens in the White House, but trust me, your vote matters when it comes to the senators, the governors, the mayors, the congressmen, representatives, the judges, uh, the sheriff, the sheriff, you know, out here in, where we had in Michigan, our particular county in uh, Kalamazoo, the mayor, uh, I mean, not mayor, the, they saying that the uh, chief, the, the police chief, they don't like him because he is not really um, stepped up to the plate. He hasn't really done. As a matter of fact, somebody had to come out of retirement, and he's running against him and stuff like that. So those things really matter, you know. And like you mm-hmm. said, these ballots, these 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 proposals, you know, they matter. So if you really care, folks, if you really want change, you got to go where changes are made. Right. So black black people, Hispanic people, minority people, and I hate the term minorities because actually we are. More we are the majority, are. exactly. Yeah, you know, you see um, how they just constantly brainwashing us, constantly, constantly. constantly. And and I just want to make this note to our white listeners: we are not anti-white. Okay, this At is all. not this is not this is what we do. We're just making a point. You guys are invited to the cookout. Don't worry. Exactly. Come <laughs> on to the cookout. We have the jerk chicken for the West Indian flavors. We have the barbecue. We're probably not going to have no pork. Just to let you know that's another topic for discussion. Right, right. But we have some good flavored food. But listen. I just want to know because no, no, my wife and I, we were talking about this and we were saying that, uh, see why people understand the power of voice and vote. Mm-hmm. That's why their communities and talk about predominant white communities are striving because mm-hmm. they understand the powers of vote. I'm talking about things like mm-hmm. housing, housing associations. They vote down to the nitty gritty. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and stuff like that. So it is a very important, it's imperative it's imperative. Right. Our people, black, white, Hispanic, no matter what you are, Asian, Italian, whatever you are, please, if you're a citizen of this country, please, if you love this country, if you want to see change, go out and vote. And here's some places that you can do your research, Kyrie, 
Because you about to... Uh, uh, end, yeah, I was uh, about to say something really quick. Um, auntie, we may even need to have her on the show because she made a really, really good point. Um, she honestly kind of opened my mind up to this conversation a whole lot. It's a lot budget. of people... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got the budget for her, okay? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Well, speaking of, we may need to talk about payroll after this, but anyways, um, people always like everybody. Everybody always has something to say. Um, but if you didn't vote, that literally removes your convers your your place from the conversation because you didn't even take the extra step to go and vote. So you're yeah. like like the conversation yeah. is done. Yeah, I don't say a lot nothing. of people in my community and no not even just my community my generation my friends people in my circle and my businesses are you going to go vote no would you be upset if we did not have the right to vote or if it was taken away from us yes so that that in itself to just be like um because that that honestly is when i got to thinking about it a little bit more myself because i was like dang am i gonna go vote Dang, I really don't know. And then I was like, well, if the right was taken from me, I would be upset. I would literally be making posters in my room to go and protest. Like, you yeah. cannot take this right from me. People die. We've already come this far. And so I think that says a lot as well is um, something my mom said that a lot of people in my generation may be dismembered from the fact that people did die for this right. And it yes. is a right that we have to exercise. Like, yes. if you want to see change, um, I'm sorry that you weren't there back in the day with the founding fathers to, um, you know, figure out how the country was going to go. But this is a part of the system that we have to play in, unfortunately, you know. So, yeah. you know, maybe once you grow up and go make a million dollars, you can go like live on Bora Bora somewhere and be secluded. <laughs> but while we're here, it matters and we have to do our part. So I think that it's important that people just um, go vote, even if you unfortunately, hopefully you don't leave the presidential area blank. Just look at those other policies and see how those are affecting our communities on a very, very direct level. Um, yeah. Just like I was telling you about how MARTA was not always in Clayton County. And because the people went out and voted, MARTA is almost everywhere in Clayton County. So Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and see, the folks, um, there's some places that, so if you want to do your research, so I encourage you, Kyrie and I, we encourage you, uh, KD and G, we encourage you to go ahead and do your research do your research you know mm -hmm. uh sites you can go to is vote 411 vote411.org to find out you know more about information on absentee voting this year coronavirus um you have the option of we, we what we did was we went and did the absentee ballot we filled it out there and we put it into the box there to vote it at the county all right so, mm -hmm. so i know some of you are skeptical of random boxes, but we went to the county and mm -hmm. we voted at the county in the county box. And so, you know, that's one option. Then if you want to know about candidates, if you want to know what's on the ballot, Ballotpedia, Ballotpedia.org. That's Ballotpedia.org. Check definitely, it out. Definitely. If you're not super convinced just yet, I would definitely encourage you to go to that website. I mean, you can literally start on Google and there are several sites that will tell you the things that are on your ballot and the different conversations that are being talked about and voted on and the things that could be coming up in the future. So if there's something that directly may affect you or something that, um, you know, piques your interest, you should go vote on it because on the smaller level is where the things really get changed. Also, you can go to We Vote Next. That's actually uh, WeVoteNext.us. That's actually a site by Yara Shahidi, who's someone in my generation, and she's literally made everything one click. So if you're not registered to vote, if you need to know where to go, you can literally just press one button, and the site does all the work for you. And that's WeVoteNext.us. Yeah, yeah. 
So, and then you definitely have vote.org. That's, that's still relevant, vote.org. That's uh, old school way, uh, vote.org. So you can find out your information on voting. That is vote.org. So we're not going to tell you who to vote for because you have that own personal right, hint, hint, right? But we are going to tell you to go out and vote. It's mandatory. We demand it of you. Yes, exactly. Yes, this is our first show, and we're telling you on our first show to go out and vote. To go, go out vote. and vote. Just go and look at the policies, the referendums, and just go and look and see what these people are talking about. Because at the end of the day, they're talking about us. Directly yes. or indirectly, they're talking about us, okay? So, oh, like Yara actually said, we're not voting for the president or all the other stuff. We're voting for each other and ourselves. And I think that was a really good point that she made because that's what it comes down to. We're voting for each other you know so um you might have people just like uh in the immigration laws are greatly greatly affected in georgia because there's so many um you may have a friend who i just found out that i have a friend who actually is not even a citizen so i'm going to make sure that i do a little bit more research on immigration laws because that would greatly affect someone very close to me and because i did my research if you go out and do your research you never know you know who you could be helping so let's get educated people Thank you, thank you for joining us today on our pilot episode of the KDG X, Y, and Z podcast. Looking out for all the generations, the younger, the older, the seasoned, and even those who still got Similac on their breath. If you want to send us a comment on how we did our first pilot show, if you want to give us some feedback, we love your feedback. We love your energy. Email us, kdgenxyz at gmail.com. Yes, we're just starting, and you know how it is when you just start. You start with all the free stuff. Email us, kdgenxyz at gmail.com. That's kdgen xyz at gmail.com we would like to hear back from you your feedback whether you liked our first broadcast how can we improve how can we make your life better that's what we're all about reaching out to all the generations kdgen xyz at gmail.com on behalf of myself and Kyrie, we thank you this is denry the overcomer i salute you and thank you for being a friend. Until next time, keep listening. You heard? I'll be walking down the street and when I go, uh, I'll be walking down the street and what I listen to, KDGXYNZ Podcast. <laughs> I'm bugging. This is K and D Generation X Y Z podcast. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. What's up, Kyrie? If I think of my life, we have to go to the road.
our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. And so I'm afraid that we are we are lacking in courage.